What's On Weekly is supported by you. To get early access to our future episodes and spoiler discussions, join our coffee club over on whatsonpod.com. What a good day to be king, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we are joined by multiple different personalities. And may I introduce you to the one, the only, my other half. It is I. I don't know why I gave you this. It did, told you how to use this. I really Do don't. <laughs> you could actually make like your own story with all these mods. But now you <laughs> so know you what could. it's like inside my head all the time. It's just like a drama. You just do it uh, complete in the audiobook. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun though. Um. Did you have fun with that, Patrick? Did you have fun? Uh, the last, literally, I the came last into this podcast forty minutes to die, um, <laughs> and uh, it's nice to know that I won't have to because now I have this. <laughs> now, am I going to make myself sound more manly? You, of course, yeah. Bet your bod. Narr- the narrator one is amazing. Believe me, genuinely. Which one? The narrator one. Um, let's see. You might I not. I don't this. know if you have that one. Why? So. What we're going to do today, folks, it's going to be a very different podcast. Um, we are, we're going to talk about one or two different things. Uh, specifically, if um, I have the voice um, that is going to bring, sound you to sleep, you know, sing you to sleep. Um, mm. If I have the, the voice of an angel. Um, if we are just going to be just hammering out songs, you know. <laughs> Good. But you know what we're going to do for the end of this podcast? We're going to sing goodbye, goodbye for Bear, Bear in the Big Blue House. I'm going to give you a sneak preview. It's going to be goodbye, <laughs> goodbye, good friends, goodbye. And now it's time to go. The moon, the man, the big blue house. We'll be waiting for you to come and play. Woo! To come and play. To come and play. Bye now. I'll leave that up to Niall to... I'll leave that up to now to, to auto auto cut that. <laughs> That's this is not none of this is leaving. I swear to fuck, none of this is leaving. Well, this is probably the most um, your viewership, my guy. <laughs> I mean, if somebody listens to this and does not want to subscribe, I don't know what is wrong with people. I I listen to myself with the hear myself part of this app, and honestly, I didn't want to subscribe. So I feel like we just <laughs> shot ourselves in the foot. <laughs> But speaking of which, though, um, I spent the last, you know, the last couple of days trying to figure out how to get our subscription on to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And now you can. Now you can basically get the exact same benefits, more or less on Apple Podcasts that you get, get on Patreon. So you get bonus episodes and early access. Um, the weird thing with Spotify through Anchor is that it won't let me, it won't let me give early access uh, episodes to people 
Um, so it's so like literally the early access episodes, the weekly, the weekly stuff don't actually go out. Um, they just they just go live on on the on the free feed there, which is usually uh, Monday. Um, however, you can, like the 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 only change that has happened now is that the movie discussions and spoiler discussions, they're all premium, they're all bonus. Um, so they'll no longer be part of the free feed. They may at some point, maybe like I might do a thing near like the end of the year, or maybe or maybe even like in in four or five months time, or maybe even six months time, start releasing them periodically, um, for for free feed members, um, just as a you know an end of the year sort of thing. But other than that, yeah, it's it's the same price. I think the minimum I could put on well, I say it's the same price. The minimum I could put on Anchor was four ninety nine. I think that's the lowest I can go on Apple. It's three ninety nine, but you can pay it for the year at a discount, which is nice. I might get rid of Patreon, but I might not because it's just an extra way for people to do it if they want to. You know, well, people use fact, Patreon. They just closed you know? their uh, their Dublin office. Patreon. Yeah, they're just, uh, I think oh, it was okay. 80 jobs that just got cut. Mm. I think it was, uh, I was reading through it today and it was something vaguely along the lines of they um, they initially set up a way forward for their Dublin office during COVID. And then um, today the guy who set it up, it must be the, the, the CFO in Dublin or something like that, yeah. um, had said that it was all on him and it was his fault. But the, the way that they had set up the way forward just wasn't um, just wasn't the right way. Um, and as a result, I think they're, they're offering, we'll say, out of the, so out of the 80 staff, we'll say five to 10 are um, technicians. Yeah. technicians being like you know programmers and and you know analysts and that kind of stuff as mm. far as i know they are getting offered um relocations to like the us and stuff like that if they want yeah. to take it um and then i think the others are just uh, going from the article that i read i think that's just a they're just like a kind of a sorry but we have to let you go kind of thing and we're closing the entire office um yeah which, i mean the first the first problem was probably putting it in dublin yeah, it's a ridiculously high. Like, I mean, I know it's a corporate tax haven, but at the same time, like, just to rent an office there is ridiculous. Especially considering that a majority of what I imagine there, I like, I know their whole thing is it's indig- indigenously, originally um, a San Francisco base, but mm. um, it, it just doesn't seem like they'd need... A, no, I don't fucking know. I'm not a corporate like a, business like a, owner. A, a Dublin office, yes, you mean? Yes, but... Um, yeah. I uh, yeah no it just seems odd for Patreon to be in Dublin like even as a yeah. as an EU branch it's like I feel mm. like if the majority of it is done digitally it's not like they have yeah. to you know it's not like they have distribution centers that they need to worry about yeah no I don't know it's it might be one of those things of like you know if you want to come to us and start up your own office part of Patreon we'll let you do that sort of thing um. But it might be, it may be a case of like the way they get paid might be different. They might not necessarily, I don't know, like I, they might not necessarily get a wage. They might get a, they might get a commission on people who subscribe to it. Or I don't really, I couldn't tell you, to be honest, how, how it works. It is, it, but it is weird. Like you'd think that the, the European office would be somewhere else. And also you'd also think that they probably could do it remotely, you know. Um, but yeah, so... People can subscribe to Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, and Patreon. The problem 
with other places that most other places like free feeds and stuff like that they don't give you options for subscriptions so everything else stays the same with them um i may based on how acast is going i may get rid of acast because it's pointless now at this point um there's a subscription on it but you know they don't have their app anymore Join um, us on Apple Podcast, baby. Let's go. Woo, it's a party over here, kids. Let's <laughs> shake ass. Come on, I see you. I see you. Let's go, Margaret. We got this. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, because like you can't, you know, there's no, there's no app to stream your stuff anymore. It's like if you if you get the subscription on Acast, you have to go get, then get a link. In order to just to fucking be sub- still be subscribed without having to cancel and resubscribe somewhere else, like you had to go through that with with a podcast uh, through Spotify, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. So, like at the time, because we we had we had made a um, <coughs> sorry, we had made a previous. So all that partying has uh, drained my voice. We <laughs> went through. Um, we we actually made a podcast about this. I think it's the very start of the podcast where I said I was pushing too strong. Ah, oh, fuck me. Maybe the maybe the voice mod is better. Me, uh, me pushing two stormtroopers into a shape, and that shape would in turn turn into a QR code that I had to take a picture of and then sacrifice mm. a chicken and a small child, um, just to get through it. But effectively, that's what had to happen, um, for me just yeah. to get the referral link to use in um Spotify to download the URL to get that on. I'm actually not entirely sure if I wanted to cancel that subscription. I imagine ACAS is still there because obviously it's still taking payment. But well, I mean, I imagine Spotify also has the exact same subscription there. So if you want to resubscribe, just go on to Spotify. No, no, because it, it uh, because they it. The podcast, as far as I'm aware, is still produced by Acast. So because it's still produced by Acast, the, the special access has to go through right. Acast. It's not right. a paid uh, subscription through, through uh, anywhere Spotify. else. Yeah. yeah. Like it's quite 99 yeah, a month, but at like the same a... time, I haven't listened to it in a couple of months. Normally, it's because I call it up and I want to just kind of let it play out because normally during the summer, I'll like go for a walk on the beach every morning at like half five or something like that in mm. the morning because I'm 100% <clears throat> a mad lad, as the kids say. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, without that, it it kind of just came to a case of um, like I'd I'd take a break or I'd be fully caught up in it, and then I'd be like, ah, yeah, I may as well wait, and then that kind of leads into two, three, four months, just yeah. for like two weeks of of stuff as well, you know. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah. um, yeah, the Apple the Apple side of it, the Apple podcast side of it is actually quite straightforward. There's bonus episodes and there's also early access. It's very easy to do that on the things. I can have things go from early access to public which is nice. So it's the exact same episode that's going to free feeds. Um, I would say that like, you know, you're going to get stuff ad free. It's like, there's no ads in our stuff anyway. So it's, it's all ad free. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't put that on in as a, as a feature because. Definitely not sponsored by Ubisoft. That's for fucking oh, that's sure. Very true. Uh, because I'd need to upload two separate audio files, one with ads, one without ads for it to, for it to distinguish the two. And I didn't have two. So it, it automatically, triggered an alert of like you're not you don't have an ad free version so either take the feature out or upload a second audio uh, file so yeah but other than that it's 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 straightforward enough i had to obviously re-upload everything but i had them all on file anyway um it's fine but it's i think it's it's in a, it's in a better spot than it was it's it gives people there's there's less of an issue people subscribing now there's less of a of a barrier you know for people who wanted to subscribe uh, might not necessarily want to do it through Patreon because it's an extra app, it's an extra account. 
it's an extra sign up whereas Apple makes it very easy as does Spotify it's just easier to do and I can also then if I you know if I want to get rid of Acast I, I can still use the RSS from either Apple or Spotify for free feeds you know that's not an issue that's still a thing um, so that's kind of cool but yeah other than that uh, subscribe 399 or 50 euro a year which is uh, we'll go, uh, 50 euro a year or 45 45 discounted from 55 or 50 even I think um, or subscribe on uh, Spotify only problem is you won't get any access to episodes because Spotify doesn't let me schedule things like that um, yeah other than that have you been Patrick lost good stuff uh, we don't have much this week there's a well I say they don't have much but there's a couple of uh, showcases um, that we probably will get through uh, other than that there's not a whole pile um, but I suppose um, we'll start with the PlayStation 1 Patrick uh, and it's state of play that happened on I don't know was it Tuesday Wednesday Tuesday what I think it's Tuesday <laughs> Sorry, it's going to be very hard to control myself with this. Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't, was it? It was when was I back? It was Tuesday Eve. No, it wasn't. It was. Are you sure it was Tuesday? I think so. You could turn that mod off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, I hit the wrong button. I I turned off the hear myself. So while I stopped hearing it, you stopped hearing it. Um, yeah. what, what? Sorry, you didn't stop hearing it. Um, yeah, sorry. Just the, just just before you continue, you're very loud all of a sudden. So yeah. Hold, please. Are you on the clean one? I am now. Yeah, there you go. Am I back? Yeah, you're fine, yeah. Ah! (laughs) Oh, great times. He wasn't fat. Nor barged. He was never barged. He was never there to begin with. (laughs) Um, Did you watch the conference? Uh, No, actually I didn't. Um, No. I um I inhaled the conference. I I watched it through my ears and my senses. I felt it. I felt all of the Japanese content. I feel like there was a lot of samurai stuff this year, and I don't know why. It's quite a few um, bits, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I mean it was fine. I, the, mm. There was nothing really that I was overly. There was there was one or two things that I was kind of chuffed. Is a very passive word. I mean, I wasn't exactly jumping out of my finery. Um, but uh, it was grand. Like there was some mm. some nice stuff. Um, yeah, there was, there was. They showed off. Well, I say they showed off. They briefly mentioned what PlayStation Stars is. They ended with God of War. Um, like you said, there was a couple of samurai games that kind of one specifically made me. Uh, what was it called? It was called Rise of Ronin or of the mm. Ronin, and it just reminded me of like what it would be like to play Assassin's Creed in China, which is which is something we get to later on because it's specifically in that video showing it, it actually had a flying machine, very reminiscent of um, Leonardo da Vinci's flying machine from Assassin's Creed 2. And that's immediately what I thought of. And I honestly thought that this was another Assassin's Creed game until I was like, it's actually not. It's just another, it's a first party game. I said it's first party. It's exclusive to PlayStation, but it looks really cool. It doesn't look as good as um, Ghost of Tsushima, 
but yeah. it looks like it looks it looks like what Assassin's Creed would look like if it was set in Japan. Because like even like when it went, there was a bit of there was a bit of horse riding, and it kind of had that same sort of quality of like Valhalla has or Odyssey has when you're on horseback. Um, but I just got I just got very much of just got uh, just got samurai assassin vibes, which is kind of cool. Um, and I kind of I'm kind of actually genuinely I'm looking forward to seeing what that's like. Um, whenever it comes out, granted it's 2024, so you know why even fucking showed it. Yeah, I, we I could all be, be dead by then. You know, like for we'll fuck's see sake. how long it takes Niall to stab me in the fucking face once I'm using that voice mod. Mm, yeah, which I will point out is a is a situation that he brought himself into. He was the one who requested I get it. It is not something that I done. I am not the irresponsible one here. Um, they also showed off uh, another one called uh, Sin Duality, which is a weird one. Um, and then they also showed off the exclusive content you get on PlayStation with Hogwarts Legacy. A little bit of the your um, stuff in there as well. Hmm. It's odd to see that that's still not dead yet. Yeah, like I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what the VR2 can do, but it also feels like with the games, it's kind of going backwards a little bit. Yeah. Um, it feels like it feels like it reminds me of the PlayStation Move on how the games operated. It just like considering that the VR2 apparently has 2K per eye, it also has um, eye detection as well so and it also has like that kind of focal depth where like it'll actually focus in on the things you're looking at and like render or render all the areas you're not looking at in lower quality so that it actually it's because like because when you focus on something you your the rest of your vision is kind of just focusing on that and everything else just kind of blurs out um and it just i just it's just weird like the star wars fucking uh tales from the galaxy's edge enhanced edition like what the fuck um i don't like i don't ever remember that being a game considering it says enhanced enhanced edition i feel like that's a that's a previous game i don't remember it ever coming out i don't remember ever seeing it before um it looks very very sort of like this is what a tech demo would look like in star wars if um if you played in vr you know a lot of the games are looking like that when it comes to vr um, I noticed um what what's it called uh Pacific Drive that I I got a very um uh, off the art style I got a very what's the game in space we talked about it last week or I talked about it last week and said how they they started all shit and uh, it was a comparison to Cyberpunk fuck me how can I not remember this the space one um No Man's Sky no way oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it yeah. is isn't it yeah, No Man's yeah, Sky it is yeah, um, it is, yeah. I was going to say No Man's Tale. I was like, men don't have tails, do they? <laughs> um, they do, in fact. However, we evolved out of them. Um, Coxalbone. Try and add ads onto that, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, cunt. Um, so uh, it, it has a very similar style to that. Well, at least from the inside of the car, I got a very like cockpit kind of vibe. Although I'm yeah. still not entirely sure what the deal is with that game. Am I just driving in weather? Because, you know, I can just wait two months to just try and drive to Dublin. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird. I, I, the idea is kind of cool, but it's like, if it's first person, what's the point? Like, if it's first person completely, what's the bloody point? You know, um, it's it seems like it's like a, it's like a survival. It's like a driving survival game. 
Yeah, kind of like a, a little bit of what's. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm fucking useless at this today. To the to, you know that game or SnowRunner, I want to say. You yeah. gotta like you gotta drive and it's all slippery and all shit, but you like you have an objective. You gotta go get a car and come back. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Is it anything like that or like I, I, I feel don't, like I, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't think it has as much physics involved as that. I think it's just like it's like it's like dodge these ob- obstacles. That's what it feels like. But you can get out of the car and you can scavenge and you can you know do all, all that sort of stuff as well. I don't really know what the like the in-between bits are like how like how far you can go away from your car how open it is i don't really know it's a cool aesthetic but at the same time it's like i just like this same sort of aesthetic is getting old this like cell shaded fucking i'm just tired of it now you know like it doesn't have to be realistic but like give us an interesting style yeah an interesting style that fits your game that is you know unique to your game can still be cell shaded, but not like not not that it looks like you just took it from something else, um, you know. And it's just it's cool, but I don't really know. I don't really know what how to feel about it, and I don't even know if it'll if it'll if it'll you know if I'll end up playing it at all, you know. Yeah, I, I, like it's something that the the concept of it, like I seen it, and I was mm. like, oh, kind yeah. of Ghostbusters, and then I was like, oh no, it's not Ghost, it's Weather. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Again, yeah. look, it could be class. Um, I I might even actively give it a go. Um, mm-hmm. because it, it could just be one of those things that's just kind of fun to do. Although I kind of yeah. like the idea of just playing a long driving game and just chilling out with music and stuff like that without having to worry about you know speed cameras. Um, but. Mm-hmm. I think in a world where petrol is so expensive that it is actually cheaper to pay the energy bill to pretend to drive. Um, <laughs> so uh, I might give it a go. Uh, but to, yeah. to be honest, I probably won't buy it at full price unless I see that it's like it, the more fleshed out version. Obviously, this is just a, a what's the word I'm looking for? Reveal. Uh, you'd swear yeah. I spoke yeah. three languages. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just, I had a quick read through it the other day and I say quick read, I literally mean I skimmed it like it was a fucking academic thesis. And mm. the only things that kind of popped out to me was like uh, environmental collapse, supernatural horrors. And I was like, I seen some bugs with giant asses and I don't really think <laughs> that that's a, that's a valid term for horror because like that's a fetish in some countries and um, so yeah you know we'll see um i haven't actually looked at ragnarok at all um i actually missed it because um i had food delivered <laughs> and i went downstairs to get the food and then i came up and then honestly i just clicked into um fucking amazon prime video to watch a thing and there was like ah, yeah. i'll watch it later i haven't yet to watch it later but yeah. um I, I even even on YouTube, I'm like, no, no, I need to be in the right setting to watch this trailer. I still haven't watched it yet, um, so mm. I don't actually know how it looks or it, what what the content of it is. But I would hope that it's had some positive feedback. Maybe um, I don't I don't know if positive is the right word. People are very mixed. It's a bit like you know Horizon. People are very mixed on that. Not mixed, but like they're like this is this is what you get. This is the improvements you've made. Um, it's it's comes back to this whole thing of like, how do you improve on a game that's fucking almost perfect? You know, mm. um, yeah. you know, sometimes like Horizon, you just can't improve. Sometimes it's literally just a case of dragging out a yeah. story. But I suppose like, people like, are never happy. When when Ragnarok was first shown off, people complained about the boat animations that they were the same. It's like, okay, but why would they change them? You know, and also by the looks of things, you're not going to be in the boat much longer. 
based on the story because like in the same trailer it showed him sledding with like dogs pulling a sled on snow that was like it was an entire it was the entire lake iced over so I'm assuming that happens pretty quickly to the point of like you're just you're on or maybe and there's other there's other places you visit so all the all the locked realms from the previous game are now going to be available for you to explore so it's it's also a thing of like there's going to be new environments to 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 use the boat in but also i think the main the main area is possibly going to be frozen over because it is ragnarok after all um it looked good i mean i'm i'm i don't know if i'm excited for it but i'm looking forward to playing it because it's more god of war um but it's it's i think it's kind of the same sort of like excitement i had for the last of us uh part two it's like i know it's going to be good i don't know if it's going to be if it's i don't know if it's going to be the same sort of like it's it's a great game but it's it's you know it's emotionally draining it's mentally draining because of this you know this narrative or whatever it is um like no like there is no doubt in my mind that the last of us part two is a great game but it's not fun to play um it's it's interesting to play i enjoy playing it playing it but it's not like you're not having fun when you play it it's different from other games and i don't know if ragnarok is going to be similar um but it looks good i mean i I, yeah it's it's it looks it looks interesting um I'd be, I'd be interested to see how the story unfolds. It's it's apparently, it is like, they did announce like last year, it is the last of the Norse mythology st- series. So this is the end of the Ragnarok story of the, you know. the. Oh, that was fast. I was kind of expecting it to become a, a trilogy or something like that. Mm, but I'm kind of yeah. happy to hear that because I, I feel like trilogies are kind of overdone as well. Yeah. Um, no, it's not to say it's the end of God of War. It could be just yeah, the yeah, end just of the Ragnarok storyline. Yeah, 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 exactly. We're gonna um, go fuck up some Egyptians after this. It's gonna be great. Yeah, because it did, it did, it did hint that there was different realms in in the world that had different, you know, gods. Very much like the fact that he was originally a Greek god, and now he's sw- uh, switched into a different realm. Traveled. Yeah. Even. So now you're gonna be up against some giant ass hippo lady. You're gonna fight me, you long ass bitch. Possibly. It's gonna be yeah. a great time. Yeah, can't wait. Um, there's another game as well that kind of looks interesting, and it was it was originally called Project Eve, but for the life of me, I can't think of what it was called after that. They like revealed it's another Japanese game. They revealed the the actual uh, the name. It's actually called Stellar Blade. Uh, they revealed the actual name at the at the thing itself um, at the end of it even. It was it's been called Project Eve for a while now, so it has. But it looks kind of cool. It's not really a game that I would normally play. I don't know if I will play it at all, but who knows, um, you know. And then also Tekken 8 as well, uh, which is not really my kind of game, but it's cool to see the Tekken is still about and still alive. Uh, and then... That's a huge also, competitive market in, in Japan, as far as I know. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, I'd imagine it's very, very kind of, it's very much like, you know, MLG, like is in Europe. What was the what was the one? So I I for the life of me don't remember, but it gave me very ancient Greeky vibes, and mainly the reason I say that was because she has red hair and she's wielding a spear. Um, but there's I I don't because uh, I remember I clicked into something. It, it was probably one of your links that you 
you set up for and I was reading it through, but it's on the PlayStation blog. Um uh give me a second, I'll have it here. Is this um is it as Astaragos or something? Curse of it, the Stars? It, it sounds like something from Ubisoft. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like something and from Ubisoft. The reason it got my attention was there's um there's a fight, it's a gif from it. And it's like uh she she's fighting with a spear, but she's like fighting like um your man from Game of Thrones before he got head eggplanted and she's yeah. like deflecting and spinning and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, where the fuck was this in Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Instead, like yeah. every, every long weapon fires the same. It's like maybe you could make the spear have a little bit of nuance, no? Yeah. yeah. Considering it's part of their entire culture, but no, cool. Mm. Um, sorry, very early to shit on Ubisoft. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I just I know I don't actually know anything about that. To be perfectly honest, um, I just I seen that gif and I was like, ooh, ooh, this reminds me kind of of um, uh, it was a PlayStation Two game. Now it it was the kind of like around the same time of Ratchet and Clank Three and stuff like that. But it, it's that kind of you know, it's not cel shaded, but it's also not like a full animation kind of style it's kind of mm. a, a person but kind of stylized um but uh yeah yeah so i have nothing else to add other than i like the animations <laughs> the animations were just yeah, really yeah. cool um, yeah but yeah yeah uh, that was really it like that was kind of that was kind of the the big things from the you know it was only half an hour it wasn't a whole pile else that kind of showed off remind me which one is legacy of thieves for uncharted Legacy of Thieves is the um, the fourth one. It's, no, it's that's Uncharted 3. Four. Uh, Uncharted Four is 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 the fourth one. Legacy of Thieves is like the one after that with Chloe Fraser. Um, and your one is it is her, is her name Nadine? She's the main, uh, she's the main military woman in Uncharted Four. Okay, and it's cool. it's, it's I think it's post it's post Uncharted Four. And it's its own little story. It's fine. It's good. Like it's it's good. It's nice to play as Chloe, uh, as a different character, even in general to yeah. Drake. Um, it's got it's, it's very very similar in the sense of like there's puzzles, there's combat, there's exploration, but it's very samey in in relation to Uncharted Four. Like it's got this open area, and you go and you explore, and you go back to the center to progress uh, forward, and then you know you you continue on your journey or whatever it is. Uh, there it was originally going to be DLC. And then it was ended up being too big, so it ended up being its own standalone. Uh, but since you brought it up, uh, like the Legacy of Thieves collection finally got a release date, um, and it's it's October nineteenth. Um, now, for some reason, I thought that we already got a release date for this uh, back in like July. We did, didn't we? This is the fifth. I one thought we, we did. I thought we did, and then it just never happened. It was never released, and then apparently it was delayed because it didn't release. Um, and then, yeah, now apparently it's coming out next month, which is well, good. I mean, you know, yeah, no, I mean, great. class, uh, especially coming up to Christmas when mm-hmm. like you don't really have a choice but to kind of sit inside because it's fucking freezing cold, dark, and damp outside as well. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> there was something that I had noticed. And it was something that you actually predicted a little bit. Um, a li- I was going to say a little bit while ago, a little while ago, um, when we were having a conversation about pre-orders, and it was kind of like how pre-orders, you know, oh, you get this extra skin, and it's like, yeah, that's that's not worth an extra tenner, you nonce. <laughs> um, but uh, you had said um, 
that you would actively pay for early access to games, single yeah. players and stuff like that. And it's just, yeah. I, I, I was kind of scrolling through a couple of things for some of the games releasing from the PlayStation, um, from the PlayStation showcase. Um, some of them seem to have three days of early access to the game and stuff like that yeah. for yeah. pre-orders. Yeah. Like um, that's, that's a good incentive. Like that's a better incentive than getting this skin. Yeah, I think so. You know, because yeah, like you're not I paying mean, any more. It's the same price. You just you, if you pre-order it now, you get early access. You're not like it's not extra. To, like, I'd just be happy the, to have a game release in the fucking weekend and sell it on a yeah. fucking Tuesday. Yeah, um, like it'd be it, like it'd be different if like oh you want an early access pre-order, but it's an extra tenner. You know, that's different. Whereas like this costs you no more. There's no collector's edition, whatever it is. Like, there's no extra skin you need to pay for. Blah de blah de blah. It doesn't do anything. It's just this is if you pre-order it, you get early access to it yeah. a couple days early. Still not Simple. wild on pre-orders, but at the same time, if they push the uh, the embargo back a couple of days so that people yeah. can you know choose to still pre-order, get early access to the game yeah. while people are actively allowed to give a proper review and and talk about the game um, three or four days early. Mm. Um, yeah, the, like, the only problem with the early access bit of it is that it only works really for um, digital. Yeah, so it does. Um. And then it's sort of like there, there won't, it won't be long before there's an argument about oh, what about us people who like physical versions? How are we meant to get early access? Like, well, tough shit. You can't have it both ways. Like, how the fuck are they going to? You can't live able... in the countryside and in the digital age. Yeah, like, how, that, the, how the fuck are well. they going to? How are they going to be able to send you out a copy of the game perfectly in time, in keeping with the digital version that's going to release early too? Yeah like no matter where you are it's like that's impossible it's impossible well, like look it's not even just that case with the digital like obviously in in a digital age it's it's highly complex because it's somebody gets a um a disc then all of a sudden one person has the potential to ruin something for everybody and yeah. in the same non-same kind of way like i i pre-ordered a book i pre-ordered two of them um uh three months ago four months ago uh the book is released tomorrow Mm-hmm. or the day after uh, I'm not sure um, Waterstones still has not released it but I have got the book today from Amazon who have delivered yeah. it early and I was like oh that's a nice surprise <laughs> um, and that's like if if the logistics around book delivery are off even by a day you can imagine like that's only with a book you know people aren't yeah. exactly going on me like here's the ending of the book fuck you <laughs> um, but they do do that with games especially when yeah. it comes to streaming and that's just added resources for that studio to try and monitor all streams to make sure somebody's not actively streaming something early as well you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but it is a good incentive, I think. It's a better incentive than get this exclusive stuff that isn't really exclusive because you all fucking have it. And then um, they just release it for free in three weeks. Yeah, they really like in like six months time. It's like, oh, I get the bundle, you get all this stuff. It's like that's the stuff I fucking pre-order for. You can't. Um, but yeah, I uh, want move- that gold lightsaber, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, keeping in keeping with the um the conference, I guess the conference uh, it's the conference week almost. Um, Assassin's Creed or rather Ubisoft had their own Ubisoft Forward um, ironically named and near the end of it they had their own Assassin's Creed Showcase which was you know named their very first Assassin's Creed Showcase which makes me think there's going to be fucking more fantastic that's all we need is is showcases within showcases about specific fucking franchises 
Um, they they announced. Um, well, it was all Assassin's Creed, really. They announced some stuff for Valhalla. They announced, uh, or rather, showed off as well, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which looks good. I genuinely think this is going to be interesting to play. Uh, it's 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 Basson's uh, single player story, and it looks it's well, it's set. I think, but um, pretty much close enough to the period of Assassin's Creed One. Mm. Um, so it's I imagine it's going to be very it's it's, it's I think it's going to be the, the the ultimate sort of you know what would Assassin's Creed One be like in twenty twenty two the bed yeah fair enough it was fine at the time it was very repetitive and you know it was groundbreaking for what it was but Assassin's Creed Two was when it really it really sort of figured out where it needed to go uh, yeah. I think like, it, that's when yeah. I figured out who it was as well. Like mm-hmm. the, yeah. there was a, a fine balance between um, outright linear and linear, um, like just nonstop. You you can only go in this direction. The the benefit was that it allowed you to explore Damascus, Accra, and um, yeah. Where was the other place? Um, Jerusalem. Damas- no, uh, no, I can't remember. I can't remember. Mm. Uh, it could, um, no, I don't think it was um, though. It, it allowed you a bit more room like I, I still remember going around and finding an area there's that cathedral in Accra that, that you can go and just like fucking fight a hundred people and I was like mm. yeah I am a badass it's not at all because all I have to do is time square between X um, for counters or triangle yeah. which is why but yeah um, <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm. I like. I mean, I like this time period as well. Um, and I think it, it's an interesting thing if they kind of do the same thing where they give you a city that you can kind of walk around, but like also it's kind of a, a linear focus as opposed to like, hey, go do all these different things. It's like, no, you have a, a solid progressive story, but you can still, you know, go around and explore a little bit of the city and kind of, you know, yeah. um, that that's pretty cool. Like, you know, you want it to be linear and you want to have a little bit of an explore, exploration area, but you're not exactly looking for Assassin's Creed to become the next Uncharted. You know what I mean? You don't mm. want that to be just a straight fucking line because yeah. then you're like, uh, I did see somebody put up a gif of um, where where we where we started and where we're going. And it was like, I think somebody put up a, a thing of like, uh, I want to say it was of Mirage of him like taking somebody down with stealth or taking somebody down or maybe it was just a different game. I think it was a different game. It was probably Revelations of him sneaking up behind somebody and stabbing them. And then uh, the equivalent of Valhalla was him walking up behind somebody in Iron Man outfit and just like (laughs) full on uni beaming the guy off the fucking roof. And it was like, oh, wow, that is is a, a swift development really, isn't it? I saw I saw a different compare. It was similar in the sense of it was comparing to the Assassin's Creed, but it was like it was the cinematic trailers of him jumping off. Do you remember in Assassin's Creed Two where he just like drops off the edge of like the leap of faith area? Not yeah. even like jumping, like doing his leap of faith. He just like drops off feet first, and it shows the exact same. I say the exact same. I don't know if it is the exact same, but it possibly is. Not that it's bad, but it shows the exact same you know thing that he does in Mirage from the from the same spot or like the spot that's similar and i like that sort of comparison of like it's it, it they may i don't i don't think they use to reuse the same animations but it, it doesn't that's not really what i'm trying to say it's more so just kind of like you know that was when we got this sort of trailer back then and now we're getting something very similar to it now 
Um, Which, I mean, initially is what people wanted all along. You know, people didn't really yeah, want to go down this no. stupid fucking let's be stupid Valhalla unicorn no. thing. I remember no. seeing some content creator a while ago, like riding a unicorn and stuff like that, or a Pegasus. And like, yeah. cool. Yeah, a little bit of fun. Like, it's cool for that. But then I think they leaned a little bit too hard into the like, hey, fuck you. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Here's a saxophone fight an elephant in battle. I don't yeah. know where my mind went there. I wasn't even <laughs> intending to say saxophone. I was meant to say saber tooth tiger, but fuck, here we are. You're riding yeah. a saxophone against an elephant. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, it kind of and like it, it re, like it only went that route was um extreme with with Odyssey. So it did. Like Origins was kind of the start of it. You were starting to go into like different dimensions and shit like that, you know. Um and you were starting to see like the the gods and stuff like that. It's like okay, I get it. I you know, okay, fair enough. Um, but then Odyssey just went full on into it, and it's like like when you take about it, like the the one before Origins was Syndicate, and it was relatively grounded, um, with the exception of some you know some uh, liberties they took. Um, but yeah, it's strange to see. Like it takes such a such a not an extreme turn, but such a creative liberty, and so quickly, and people actually like enjoy it. Like I enjoyed Odyssey quite a lot. Um, I preferred Origins in terms of like just in general, like the combat seemed better, the the free running seemed better. It um, was a bit more polished, I have to say. Um, yeah, I just and, yeah. playing the two. I'm, I'm the same as you. I love I love Odyssey. But it's not really Odyssey. I love it. Yeah. And then the you mythos. had this weird. You had this weird. Ver, you had this weird Valhalla of like weird version of Norse mythology where like it's the same. The same fucking team did Origins, but yet it doesn't feel like Origins. Yeah. Um, and that was that was a strange. Like they could have done. They could have done something very very interesting with Valhalla, and they didn't. Um. You know, I do like the Norse elements of it. I like the fact that, like, you know, it's kind of him hallucinating and going into Valhalla and, you know, you know, um, Asgard and stuff like that. I kind of like the idea of that. Like, that, that's more believable of, like, it's in his head versus, you know, a real thing. Um, but after all, we did establish in, Assass in Assassin's Creed 3 that apparently these fuckers are all aliens anyway. Um, so, whatever, you know, that shit's gone at the window anyway. Um, so it doesn't really matter now, but it looks in, uh, Mirage looks interesting, uh, and alongside Mirage, they they revealed a couple of other ones. Uh, one of the one of the more interesting ones is Assassin's Creed, uh, Codename Red. Um, so they, they they had Codename Red, which was is essentially the um, uh, Japan version of Assassin's Creed. And you're a ninja, more or less. And it showed this, it showed a very weird, it wasn't even a cinematic. And I don't know if anybody picked up on it, but it was a mix of a motion comic and a mix and a, and a bit of a 3D character that jumps up. I don't know if that's going to be the style of the game. I hope it isn't. It might be because this is the Red and Hexa, which is, I don't know what the fuck that's meant to be, but. They are part of Assassin's Creed Infinity, Infinity even. Oh, which that, is the, the thing, the new thing, the, the platform kind of thing they're trying to build. Yeah, which is the hub, which is essentially like the, the best way to explain it is like it's an animus. 
that you go into and you pick your story and you go and play it. Uh, that's essentially what it is. It's a it's a massive hub where it has all these bits of uh, content, all these the uh, not DLC, but all these stories that you go in and you. So it's possible that they're going to take creative liberties in terms of aesthetic with these games because they're much smaller experiences. I wish they'd take creative um, liberty and get rid of the fucking animus. Um, yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering too. Of like, is 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 Mirage now just like, or just Bassem? Is that it? Is he going to back into a well, net? Well, wasn't this the thing in uh, in Black Flag where you you played obviously the person going it around the Ubisoft studios and mm. like you know mm-hmm. press X to sexually harass yeah. your coworkers? Yeah, and um, you you when you loaded into the game, you could see like the developer console and you could see like the yeah. you know what people were. So like yeah. the obviously it was reverse propaganda against the assassins, mm-hmm. but in yeah. terms of the like it showed as games, which is effectively what what the what the hub is now. But yeah, like pretty they much, showed yeah. as like you know pirates and galleons and then they yeah. showed like the, you know so it like it, it would be perfectly fine for them just to be like hey there is no animus this is just what people play but it's hacked in protocol and this is like same yeah. way you know ukrainians fucking hack the russians and show literally what's going on in the war so that all the propaganda filters true you could just do mm-hmm. that and then save mm-hmm. us all the fucking time of being like here's janie janie's a really <laughs> cool girl she's a templar but really she's got spokes and now she's gonna be an assassin it's like shove it up your fucking hole i just want to stab somebody yeah, they could do something interesting where, like, they have a bit of a mini game in it as well. So, like, you have your little side, not just side stories, but your your bits, your smaller form factor stories. And then within that, as you as you play through them, it possibly could unravel the real life story of it, if that's what they want to do. They could do, like, a, do you remember PlayStation Home? Do you remember the mini game they did, like, the weird puzzle game that took, that, like, they put stuff around, you know, the UK and stuff like that, like, posters and clues and shit like that? Um, like they could do something like that where like you know as you play through these stories you get clues or you get stuff that you know hints at what's happening in in real time or it could be or in reality or it could be even a case of like after you finish a story you know you you know one of the characters from the game comes up and talks to you and talks to you about this or talks to you about that or even if it's a case of like there's a side story element or a side story that is just you in modern day and as you finish these stories, you get to do a little bit more in modern day. You just prog- as you finish the small form factor pieces, you progress a little bit in modern day. You have to go back to modern day and do something, but it's like it's separate from that as well. You know, there's there's a few things they could do. I don't know if they'll put that much thought into it. I think it's just more so. This is the this is the the the, the container that holds all this stuff, and you go into here. And you play through all this stuff as opposed to it being all separate little pieces on your, you know, on your, because it makes sense for console a lot more than PC. Imagine going into console, into your PlayStation and like having 17 different small form factor pieces of game, pieces of DLC that you have to play. But it's not like folded. It's just all separate. You fucking lose your mind. Yeah. Um, So in, in this, in this sense, it's like, think of it like the destiny map. You have your different yeah, planets yeah, exactly. and your different DLC. And it kind of looks a little out. bit like it anyway at the minute, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, like it has the, those like animus orbs. Yeah. Kind of like the, you know, the, the they're not quite DNA, but, you know, I imagine it might change. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see, you know, what that actually looks like and how that, um, when that even comes. Um, but yeah, Codename Red and Codename Hexa. The Hexa, I'm not even entirely sure what the fuck that is. Hexa I sounds th- um, 
mm, I want to say like Polish or Latvian. Yeah, but I don't even like. It's not even that. It's like it's like it's it's got that kind of like you know that witchcraft sort of type of vibe or like that satanic sort of feel to it. But like, what's the fucking game? What is it? Well, so like it just going off two things. So like on one hand, it could be like Slavic, which would be kind of cool, but it would be a lot of forests and stuff like that. It would kind of be a throwback to. Uh, it would kind of be a throwback to um, Assassin's Creed Three. Failing that, Hexa could be like the Spanish. And it could be like during the actual inquisitions and stuff like that. Or it could be, you know, pilgrims and all that kind of shit. But that, again, you go from built up areas like Portugal and, and Spain and, you know, all that kind of stuff like Cordoba. And mm. it's like you that, that's got a lot of potential. And then you look at like, you know, Pilgrim America where, you know, they're all just fighting around a well. It's not exactly yeah. as exciting. Um, and yeah. so uh, it'd be really cool if it was something to actually do with the the inquisition. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, it just it just like the, the looking at that trailer, you'd 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 automatically go into like this is weird, like satanic sort of witchcraft type of, you know, skull and bones, like literally like you know wearing a fucking sheep's head type of you know, you I know mean, that kind of vibe. Who hasn't gotten that drunk? You know. <laughs> um. Then again, based on the music, it doesn't feel like it. It, it is. It's anything other than that, or some. You know, but. It could. I don't know if it might be. I might. I might be too far, too far um, apart from what it is, what it actually is trying to get across. But it could possibly be Native American, maybe. You know, it could be yeah. going that far. It could be going that far back, um, like much further back than Assassin's Creed Three. Like you had, you know, Assassin's Creed Three was Native Americans, but it was like at the time when fucking you know their land was being robbed. Uh, I'm talking, you know, much further back than that. Um, but I don't know. It's it's a strange, it's a strange, it doesn't seem like that's what it is, but it could be. Um, it's It was very vague and very odd. And like it's like, okay, I understand the theme you're going for, but what's the actual, how does that work? You know? Witchers. Well, yeah, like, like how does that, how does that, I, I don't even know how the game even revolves around that specific, because usually it's historical points in time, important historical points in time. I don't know what that point in time is and its significance based on what you just showed me. Um, whereas Sass Creed Red, codename Red, got it straight away, you know. And then it also, like, before that, it even announced a mobile game that was China, you know, the one that people were asking for. Well, I just had a quick look and the, the, the one, the, the symbols that go around that look very Slavic, so. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe I lean into that. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that happened there. It's it, I feel like they're just throwing everything at the wall to be like, look what we've got going. It's like yeah, see what see what's in the six most years. popular, and then you know yeah. discontinue the things that aren't the most popular. Yeah, but both of those code name ones, like they don't even have names for them. That's how early it is in development. Like that that red that code name red was like the mix of 3D and motion comic. Genuinely, like that's that's how last minute that was. But they're part of the smaller, the smaller story sort of elements to it. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how long that takes to even like come together. But Mirage looks good. Um, yeah, um, I watched a, a just a, a thing on the actual <clears throat> hex stuff. Mm. Nothing major or anything like that, but I just I had looked it up just to see if somebody had deciphered the actual coding. So it does actually translate to like we work in the dark to to serve the light or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's that. 
But yeah, it's probably down to like Puritan witch trials in that case then. Yeah. Or the Wurzburg. Wurzburg? Wurzburg witch trials, which I think is more European. So again, probably around that area. So anyway, sorry, uh, sidetrack. Love a good puzzle. I fucking hate puzzles. I fucking despise puzzles. (laughs) Nearly as much as I hate pricks asking me how to fuck I'm doing. Um, But uh, fucking drop me hat wankers um but uh yeah um i forget what i was saying it was probably something witty imagine it was and go from there (laughs) um so we move on um well if you want uh nothing better nothing better than staying in the same spot you've been in the last for the last 60 years patrick and never moving on ever Thanks for that existential crisis (laughs) really appreciate that at this time (laughs) The multiplayer for Call of Duty has been kind of making the rounds at the moment. Um, Betas are coming, I think they're coming in the next couple of weeks, um, near the end of September, or they could even be coming as much as as close as this week. I can't remember the dates. But there's a lot of live, um, you know, the Call of Duty Next conference is on where it just shows people doing, you know, playing Call of Duty, you know, to the point of like you're eroding the fingertips off the fucking keyboard. Um... Uh, the keyboard keys um, there's a lot of you know a lot of li- a ton of live streams happening right now of people just playing in the exact same conference and there's also a lot of content coming out and showing you what the gunsmith's like what uh, Warzone 2.0 is going to be like um, looks good I like I enjoy Call of Duty it's just that Modern Warfare I just stopped playing it after a while because Did Warzone came out Um. Warzone like, or this will kind of bring you back into it just to kind of or yeah. kind of with the yeah. with the new releases. I usually do anyway. So like Modern Warfare was the last no, that's a lie. Cold War was the last Call of Duty game. I am not a big fan of Treyarch anymore. I I pref- not not since Modern Warfare. Normally I would play each one uh, yearly. Modern Warfare was like this is what this needs to be. Um, this is the only one I would play now. I'm not playing Cold War. I'm not playing anymore. It's like it's not happening. Um, and I think, I think because Cold War was already in development, I think they had to release it in order to like start their two year cycle officially. Um, because I don't, I maybe I'm wrong. I think did Cold War come out last year, the year before 2019? Yeah, there was actually no Call of Duty last year. I don't think. No, there was. There was Vanguard. Yes, of course. The Vanguard one that nobody remembers. Um, never mind. My my theory is fucked. But um, I usually do jump in. Modern Warfare I really enjoyed because it's 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 grounded. It's it's much more classic than than the previous ones uh, with the advanced warfares and the space and the suits and the jumping and the high. <laughs> um. So, so that kind of like it kind of it, like Assassin's Creed, it kind of lost its identity. Whereas Modern Warfare kind of not only rebooted the the Modern Warfare series because the characters in that is all are also in the older ones, but it just kind of simplified everything. It was like this is what it is. It's boots on the ground. It's very very modern. It's very very immersive, realistic. It's like that's pretty cool. Multiplayer multiplayer was quite cool as well. I enjoyed that. Um, multiplayer only takes you so far though when it comes to Call of Duty. Because it gets a bit repetitive after a while, and I don't, I don't think I stayed around long enough to see what DLC they brought out. And then in between Modern Warfare and I want to say Black Ops, or rather Cold War, um, 
Warzone appeared. Um, and then it was just like, yeah, I'm not investing my time into a game that, you know, I can't keep anything with. You know, it's like I'm getting dropped into a battle royale to only die. And I'm going to spend, you know, nine hours a day or six hours a day playing that to get what at the end of it, some points, you know. And then, you know, I, I just kind of lost track of Warzone at a certain point and just it evolved and it changed to the point of like, you know, in Warzone now you can create your own classes. You can buy like slots to you know, put your weapons that you can always have in the battlefield. It's like, well, then it's no, it's not really Battle Royale anymore if you don't need to pick up weapons. Um, but that's getting a revamp as well. What Warzone 2.0 is going to be like, I don't know. Um, but I mean, it's one of those things of like, if you don't want to spend 60 quid a year on Call of Duty to only spend 60 quid a year the following year, just play the fucking Warzone version and it's free to play, you know? It's got the exact same mechanics. It's the exact same fluidity. You know, I think they're also, they're planning, or rather there was a rumor, they're going to put in some um, sort of like close combat sort of uh, game game style uh, playlists in the free-to-play version, like Session Destroyer, Team Deathmatch, you know? Um, so it's not going to be full-on, you know, Battle Royale all the time. Yeah. Uh, which Which I think is cool. I'd rather if the multiplayer in general just went free to play. Um, and like with each new game, they just added in the game modes and the, the, the weapons and all that sort of stuff uh, each, each year. Because like, yeah, like I mean, people are going to get the battle pass anyway. People do, people do it anyway. So, you know, how much money have they spent on Warzone? Or rather, how much money have they made from Warzone? And it be free to play, um, and just do this the, the single player separately, um, because you'd be surprised how much people many many people would actually play the single player by itself, you know, or not even that. You'd be surprised how many people just buy the game just to play the multiplayer, and then fuck off after six months and not play the campaign. It's like just roll the campaign into the free to play version, so that people don't have to keep separating their libraries or jumping between different games and or like what my situation is where like if I want to play Modern Warfare 2019 I have to go into Warzone which is what it's na- labeled and then go into the campaign and I'm like why is this even why is this in the same fucking folder why is this in the same launcher it's literally in the same game I'm like why why are you here you know I don't want to have to launch you in order to play Modern Warfare because I have to download the fucking thing like, I can't just load the campaign. I have to download Warzone as well as the campaign. So it's like 100 gigs. <laughs> so it is, which is fucking insane. But yeah, it depends on what it's going to be. I will play Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I might even pre-order it to get to play the beta. Um, I don't know yet. Um... But I'm a big fan. I've always been a fan of Call of Duty. It just got a bit repetitive after every after a couple of years when it started just doing the re- yearly release. Yeah. Type of stuff. Yeah, it just got, it. yeah, it just got a pin the hole, really, you know? So you're just jumping, jumping onto the next bandwagon every single year and it's just like, fuck off. Yeah, you know? one of the next um, Battle Royales is actually going to be you as a small Native American girl on the run from a predator. And... Um, <laughs> Hey, as as the predator Jesus kills Christ. all the other players, and you just need to survive. Looks sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's becoming a Fortnite, more or less, but without the cartoonish style. I I think it wishes it had become a Fortnite. Yeah, 
Yeah, but apparently they're going to come. No, I just think a lot of companies kind of kick themselves over the fact mm. that Fortnite hadn't, uh, Fortnite kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, literally that they, the Fortnite was an unfinished game at the time and was like, fuck it. You know what? Nobody's going to play it. Let's, let's 180 this bitch and let's yeah. just see where the fuck we can go. Yeah. Um, and they just, they were like, what's semi-popular? This, mm. cool. Let's market it to kids. Yeah. And then obviously not just to kid. like I fucking, I loved Fortnite before and um, turned into the Battle Royale. I'm just not a big fan of Battle Royales. I feel like I spend most of my time sitting on a fucking loading screen just to run yeah. for six hours just to get sniped in the fucking ear. Um, and that again is because A, I'm shit and B, it's just, I, it, it, it's not that much fun for me. The hunting stuff is fun, but then I'm just like, eh, eh, okay. I've, yeah. I've been hunting the, like a person for ages. It's not been fun. Yeah, um, like there's too many, there's too many games that are just like there's you've got Battle Royale, you've you know like you've got Call of Duty Battle Royale, you've got Fortnite, and you have Apex. It's all the same fucking game, just different yeah, styles. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's like, just different available oh, characters. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah, and Grant, you could say that Destiny is very similar in a sense. But yeah, but like Destiny actually has you know story, <laughs> you know. It yeah, and I, I think that's like I I think that the I I really do think it's kind of trying to fool itself by being like, hey, we got the rights to these characters, and now they're in this season, and we're going to add it into the story of what's going on. It's like I'm sure the the 14 YouTubers who are loving your content is like your story content. Mm. I'm sure they're delighted, but like nobody else is playing it for the story, mate. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, like it's not exactly a, a world intensive view. It's more like, hey, let's let's go and kill some things together and have a bit of fun you know um, yeah. which again is fine it's just I, I think the differences in the models destiny at the same time has its own um what's the word i'm thinking of genre mm-hmm. of um procedural or seasonal play uh for pve i think that's becoming a big thing for for games that want to try and increase their longevity but again as we pointed out way earlier before the problem with that is a load of things come in now and try to kill destiny but the problem with that is that they come in trying to go up against destiny now without realizing that as we've said before destiny used to be empty Mm -hmm. like literally just scathingly fucking empty with nothing in it um and you look at things like uh, what was Amazon's game called? The MMO World Order New or something world, like that. New World. New World. Um, does anybody still play that? Is that still live? Don't know. I genuinely don't. And yeah. legitimately, just for a reason, I think they went in too hard with too much. And then when it was like, "Hey, here's a list of all the shit that's broken, unbalanced, doesn't work," they were like, "Lads, the game is too fucking big for us to fix this all in the first week." And it was like, "Yeah,", yeah. and that's your problem. You, that game, you that game was um, that game was 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 bricking GPUs when it first launched. Yeah, like it was literally like bricking like thirty eighties because there was something like really weird and really like like stupidly. I don't know what it was about the menu. Like the menu was like the FPS and the menu was going up to like a thousand FPS. Some people say it was um, it was trying to universally take all the extra power from people's uh, GPUs to render <laughs> Jeff Bezos' ego. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was so fucking weird. It was so fucking like, it was one of those things of like, this should not be happening and somebody fucking missed it. And it was actually destroying systems. Um, and I've seen people, specifically on Twitch, so not, not play the game because of that issue. It's like, I'm not oh. going to risk, I'm not going to risk playing the game when it could put, has the potential to brick my fucking PC. I just um, thought you, you meant you've seen people in general <laughs> on Twitch. 
um, yeah, so um, yeah, it'd be addressing Call of Duty. I think uh, I might, I might get, I might pre-order also to get the campaign early. You're gonna send me nudes just to get me to play it with you. <laughs> I mean, you can always play the Warzone version of it. Well, you know. uh, for everybody who would like to know, Niall sent me a message uh, during the week. Uh, it was a very romantic message. I'm actually <laughs> going to, to scroll into my DMs. That's right. Uh, he did, in fact, slide into my DMs uh, and uh, he said, we'll fuck. <laughs> it was a typo. Sure it was. Um, it was. It was meant to say, well, fuck. That's uh, what well, it was meant to say. I don't think it did because... Um, it was uh, No, hold on. Let me use this appropriately. It was meant to say, well, fuck. <laughs> that was actually very professional the second then my brain lapsed and I was like what am I listening to um, so yeah, yeah very good very good um, so yeah I had shot him down I had friend zoned him uh, unfortunately for him and then uh, he didn't take it well he told me to fuck off and yeah there you go <laughs> It's just, like just, just a nuclear just so people, in. yeah, just so people don't like that is me tapping that so that you don't you don't take your fucking headphones are completely fried. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he told me to fuck off, and uh, we <laughs> haven't talked for the rest of the week. So uh, don't know about you guys how you want to handle sexual tension in your relationships with your friends, <laughs> um, but I feel like setting boundaries is always an important part of any kind of relationship and uh, it took me some time to understand that over the years but uh, I feel like it's the only way to to really set expectations that I am not going to suck his dick. (laughs) Um, Moving on from that very inappropriate topic um, Discord has finally uh, made it to Xbox. Um, So the, the Discord chat um is now available for people to, to use on their xbox so that they i'm not entirely sure how it works i know how it works but i don't like i it, obviously i popped into discord earlier and it asked me to connect my xbox account which of course i have one because i've you know i've had an xbox and it's also on the pc uh, the app itself but it doesn't show friends in discord so it doesn't it doesn't show any extra friends in discord um and the reason why I'm concerned about this is because I thought this was going to be a way to bridge the three platforms because this is also coming to PlayStation. And what I thought it was going to do was I thought it was going to link your accounts to your Discord and then it would either give you a section in Discord or it would just like add like, do you know the way in servers itself it has like moderators, it has like members, it has that sort of stuff. I thought that was what it was going to possibly do, where like it has, you know, friends, Xbox, PlayStation. It just shows your list of people. Um, the list of, you know, friends that have, not necessarily have uh, a Discord account, but have uh, have merged the two together. And you'll be able to like add people in, invite people uh, to Discord chats and also, so I, I'm not entirely sure how it fucking works. I I feel like it's not actually going to do what I think it was going to do. I feel like all it has done is it has you know given people the option or given the people did the, the um what's the functionality of Discord in terms of chat or it's just using their voice their voice software. So like in your Xbox itself, it has Discord, it has that sort of thing, it has you know. 
it has the general voice chat and that, you know, I think you can name your, your, your voice chats as well, but I don't think it gives you anything extra. I think that's it. Um, in the same way, like Skype works on Xbox. Um, so it's kind of disappointing. So it I is, always I forget would... Skype is a fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I think Skype works the same way. Like if I, if I go onto Skype and I say, let's say I have you on Skype, but you're on Xbox on Skype. I don't think I can see you online or in a call or anything like that while you're on Xbox. Because currently right now, maybe it's just a case nobody fucking has it. But I have a couple of people added on Discord and right now I don't see anybody linked in in terms of like in a cross sort of, in a cross community, cross chat sort of way. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know what way it actually works. Because obviously I don't have the Xbox. I don't have an Xbox to test it. Um, whenever it rolls out the PlayStation, which is probably going to be soon now, because the last update they had, it was maybe like a week or two before PlayStation got the exact same update. So I'm, I'll be interested now to see how this works on PlayStation in what capacity. Because I feel like like integrating communities and everything else and Discord servers would be a great sort of thing to have on console. Um, because it like communities on Discord are much better to have when you need like help or support. Like if you need to ask a question or whatever it is, like you can get help with something or. Yeah. I like feel a, like LFGs you know, are becoming a lot more, um, yeah. a lot more mainstream at, at the very least on, on console. It's I, I think with the inclusion of red, obviously, but mm. also just uh, if, if it's becoming easier to actually reach out and find different groups or just individuals or just new friends. Like I, I was, uh, I was looking at, clans and shit like that and destiny just yeah. out of curiosity uh somebody had pointed me destiny's new thing um and i was just kind of having a look through the existing infrastructure that's there already just even shit of like hey we're all uh 25 to 35 year olds or 25 to 40 year olds or all that lists like uh, groups that are literally just people who work nine to five or people who are dads and only like they play consistently like uh, an hour every day every week or something like that and they just do yeah. things together for bonding and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's really cool how those kind of things bridge a digital divide with people, like especially people who are really introverted. I had a conversation with somebody this week and I was uh, complaining about you. And I was like, I just want to hold somebody. And all my <laughs> friends are introverted <laughs> bastards. And they'll never do anything. And I'm just going to die in a field. And um, uh, it, like it, it, somebody, somebody actually asked me, um, uh, she was like, "When's the last time you get to hang out with your friends?" Uh, and I was like, "Ah, eh, like I I talk to one every Thursday." <laughs> and she was like, "No, but like, give me the last." She legitimately said, "Give me the last five times, like the last five dates you've seen your friends." And I was like, "I went to the cinema one a couple of months ago, and then uh, I think I met one uh, another couple of months before that." And then 2019, <laughs> and, and like I know I went to the cinema with you like two or three more times over the like two years quarantining period or whatever fuck it was. Or we yeah. we met up and we had chips outside in the middle of summer, and then it was still like us sitting fucking like four meters away from each other. This was like, was that a sniffle I heard, or are you just are you are you better be choking on some fucking salt and vinegar, <laughs> motherfucker? And um, but uh, yeah, and she was like that's not healthy and i was like ah it's all right the voices in my head make up for it it's fine 
Um, but she was like, no, you, you need to socialize. I was like, you need to shut the fuck up. That's what Discord is for. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was the thing. But um, yeah. yeah, no, so like it, it, it is, it, it is kind of depressing when you think of like, let's say farmers back in the day, not even back in the day. I mean, in Ireland fucking 40 years ago where uh, like, like you, you live in the middle of nowhere. There's not like the, the most interaction you might have might be, you know, going to buy a slice of ham. Like now it's kind of a thing of like, I might not see people, but like I can meet like with people from literally all around the world to have a conversation about something stupid, like, mm. or, or something deep or something fucking, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, And it's nice to see that kind of integration come to consoles as well, because like it, it, one thing that I've always said, the PC has always had that, um, consoles haven't is a more engaged and more realistic community because yeah fuck me if you think i'm typing out 1000 word uh, mm-hmm. messages mm-hmm. that effectively translate to your mama on console you have another <laughs> thing coming <laughs> yeah it's like it's not worth the effort <laughs> so it's like typing it's like going over to the keys with the analog is like oh, for yeah, fuck's by, sake, the, lads. by the time you've written out your hate message yeah, it's just it's not, not worth it yeah it's not it's uh, the game like it's it, too many times has it happened with uh like ps3 it trying to load and by the time I get there, the fucking game's ended. I'm in the lobby. It's like, ah, fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. You anyway. try to find the person again, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like the recent yeah. contacts are the new lobby, and you're like, I have yeah. no idea. I don't even yeah. remember the guy's name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a pain in the hole. Um, also on uh, the Xbox side as well, the, uh, the PC app actually now gives you how long it'll take you to beat a game, which I think is quite cool. Um, now I don't know how it works in terms of like, does it just give you some hours that, you know, the developer sets, does it, um, does this kind of give you the average of what people have played and when they've gotten the, like the, the last campaign achievement, um, I don't know how it, how it, how it kind of calculates, um, the length of time it'll take you to be the game, but it's kind of cool because it kind of, it, it gives you this. Um, idea of how much time you're going to have to commit to a game to finish it uh, and it's it's kind of one of those things of like okay I'm not sure if I want to play this game I do but I don't I don't know how long it's going to take let me have a look okay it's only 10 hours right I'll play it you know it, it kind of it, it solves that sort of commitment issue of like I don't know if I'm going to play this game so I better just check to see how long it's going to take and if it takes like 30 hours you're like ah fuck that I'm not going to bother Um. It's kind of cool. Have you any thoughts on being able to see how much of your life you're going to waste playing a game? No, I already have a depressing existential crisis every other day with my mind. So um, I'd rather not see actual quantified amounts of time <laughs> so that it uh, flashes before me as I lie in a fucking hospital bed. You've spent 600 hours in Destiny. I am fucking aware. Let me to actually, I have Steam open right now. Let me, <laughs> let me fucking see. Uh, yeah, uh, I've got yeah, like, like 120 or something. Legitimately, my, one of my first people there has spent 39.6 hours recently. That's in the last week. I know yeah. it fucking is. Destiny for me, I have... How, what, what time did you give me there? Uh, 600. Uh, yeah, 799.1 hours. <laughs> uh, I've probably, in total across platforms, probably gotten like 300 hours, I'd say. Uh, on PC, I think it's 120 or 130. I feel like I, I need to go back and play for an extra 50 now tonight because of that fucking 799.1. <laughs> get to the 800 Gator, mark. Gator's bitches better be wearing Johnny's, you know? 
<laughs> yeah. That is the, the other guy's reference for all the uncultured I would, like, I, the thing I love about, like, the, you know, the GOG app, it actually gives you, if when you link your accounts, it can give you the times of your games you've played cross-platform like well that's so, what i assume this is because destiny is cross-platform there's not a fucking hope that i've played nearly 800 hours of destiny on steam because i've only had my pc set up for fuck me hell when did i get a pc set up oh i think you probably have played 800 hours on pc i'd say you probably I don't have think so i i'd say you no, probably have maybe actually yeah you're right actually if i'm looking at if i'm looking at plague's thing it's uh if i'm looking at plague's thing he's what's that 40 in the last week yeah mm. that's probably Fair, especially but, during season yeah. of the lost, I played a lot. But so. the way the way the way GOG works is that you go into the game and it tells you. It doesn't work for every game. It works for a lot of them. But I would have I would have wished it had 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 it worked for uh, the PS3 games because I would have loved to have seen my time on Modern Warfare Two. Um, it, it actually transcends time. It just spells out version. <laughs> because I legitly like played that for about eight months almost every day genuinely for like eight hours yeah I get that like, like and it was and it was fucking great like that game was that multiplayer game uh, the multiplayer specifically was great it was yeah. genuinely amazing it was just like it was the game you'd go into to have you know a chat or to have you know, have the crack or whatever it was, like, you know, have banter. You know, it was like, it Sell was literally drugs. like, it was literally like if you couldn't, if you couldn't meet someone, you know, in town, you just pop on and you just have a chat with somebody or just fucking mess about and, and multiplayer. It's just, it was insane how, um, how enjoyable it was and how much the fucking, the, the, the apple has fallen from the tree in terms of how enjoyable Call of Duty is now. Like nobody, and I mean nobody, when you go into a game, is talking on the mic. Nobody. Even in Battlefield. Like I've played Battlefield in the last month and not a single person is talking on the mic. What was the Actually, point of bringing in say, voice like, chat? I was looking at the LFG stuff and they were like, Mike is a plus and, or Mike is a, a necessity. And I was like, do I really want that? And then I was like, yeah, because I'm looking at a fucking LFG for a fucking clan support and it, it's Discord. Why else would I be looking at it, Patrick? Yeah. You stupid fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, nobody. See, ever since the, the party chat came into PlayStation, like, you know, your private party chat, that's all it is now. There's no, there's no in-game chat anymore because the in-game chat is shit. Um, but there's no in-game chat anymore. Yeah, it's anytime now you play something, if somebody's talking, that's outside of a party chat, like they're talking in the in the in the group, you know what I mean? In the fucking yeah. like, yeah. in your squad chat, you're like this stupid fucking twelve-year-old. Yeah. yeah, like I, do, I don't know why they haven't implemented a, like a quick a quick button or a mappable button that allows you to like switch between game and party instantly so like you tap it and you talk and you release it and you're back in the party chat um on controller even as well like you know um i don't know why that isn't a thing that they've done yet because like it's one of those things of like the moment you give people higher quality chat that they can talk to their friends cross platform or not cross platform cross game on the same platform you're not gonna nobody's gonna go into in-game chat you know it's not gonna happen um, but you have to like it's weird you have to like go into a menu switch a thing and then go back you know it's not fucking that's not that's stupid so it is yeah um, but uh, yeah that's that's all Patrick do you have any uh, 
you have any final thoughts do you want to express any any thoughts um, on on what we covered yeah um <clears throat> i know earlier on i said it was stupid but i'd just like to say your feelings are always valid and i i'm it's okay i don't i i do love you i just do not want to put that love inside you <laughs> <laughs> and mainly L- I think L- it's listen here you son of I l- <laughs> I'm gonna find you Patrick and I'm <laughs> the dirty voice is now in effect <laughs> oh this voice mod was a bad idea on the table this is this is a bad idea I'm on bots flying out see i'm not with that voice mod i'm not entirely sure what you're actually i know what you're saying but i'm not entirely sure how you're saying it because some of the words actually don't translate <laughs> audibles, uh, audibles fuck audible audible subscription sponsored get fucking harry potter <laughs> actually even fry on audible it sounds like you're drunk <laughs> It the literally just sounds like you're drunk. Have you got your hear yourself on? By any yes. Is, is, is it affecting your speech? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> the old <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. It sounds like you're actually... Ha- like, I don't mean this in, in a, you know, a facetious way, but like a sense you're having a stroke. <laughs> Well, that's a bit racist, isn't it? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, Do you know who I think I am? I don't know what voice mod you have on, but I can still hear you. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh, good fun. Good crack. Cats, boomers, robots in disguise. What's On Weekly is supported by you. To get early access to our future episodes and spoiler discussions, join our coffee club over on whatsonpod.com. If we are just going to be just hammering out songs, you know, <laughs> good. But you know what we're going to do for the end of this podcast? We're going to sing goodbye, goodbye for Bear, Bear in the Big Blue House. I'm going to give you a sneak preview. It's going to be goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. And now it's time to go. <laughs> The moon, the band, the big blue house. We'll be waiting for you to come and play. Woo! To come and play. To come and play. Bye now.